Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Rubber chickens on Christmas Day. Hello, Rubs, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Beef thinks it's real. Uh, Beef actually thinks it's real. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's Rubs. <laughs> Wax lips. Right, um, anyway, are we ready? Um, yeah, we are ready. Ready? Yeah. Hello, you're listening to Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. <laughs> um, I'm so excited. We got something fun today. I realised when I was putting this together, this is going to be the last one that goes up before Christmas. So I've planned a little something special. Awesome. So this episode is going to be called Christmas Spirits. And... Uh, as always, I'm joined by my lovely co-host. We have the ghost of Christmas future, Beef, who's awaiting the future birth of a new child. <laughs> we have the uh, ghost of Christmas present, Tiss, who always likes to live in the moment. And uh, this is Bob Shoy, the ghost of Christmas past, because I'm just past caring. Uh, Merry oh. Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Great links. Great links. Well done. Oh. I was so happy with myself for that. Yeah, Christmas spirits, guys. Um, That's amazing. Very exciting. So we've got a few different sections of this episode. Um, but before we get into it, I'll ask how you guys are doing. Yeah, I'm going to go first. Like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, good. Just, yeah, don't know. Same old, same <laughs> old. Nothing nothing much to report. Good. Yeah. Tiss, how you Tis. feeling? Yeah, feeling good. Uh, finished work for a little bit. Uh, oh, I've nice. got like a sort of five day weekend so yeah feeling good nice so um, I bet you guys weren't expecting a Christmas themed episode no this is this is so exciting I, like I said to you guys earlier so I, I do feel good but th- like this I don't know last 10 days or so has been pretty like flat you know when you just feel flat mm. and there's no mm-hmm. real reason for it you just feel a bit down yeah so this is exactly what I needed yeah, this is going to be fun. I've been on such um I've been on such a high uh recently because I've been on a sugar binge. Oh god. Since my teeth have been sorted out, honestly, now I can actually <laughs> savor the taste of sweets. I'm addicted again. I'm honestly fucking your teeth up all over again. I had to leave a bar of chocolate downstairs because I knew I'd bring it up and eat it. 
<laughs> Fucking terrible. <laughs> you look a child. I'm literally like a child. I found some fruit pastels in the cupboard earlier and had some, so I might be a bit hyper this episode. Oh, that's good. Well, um, <laughs> this episode is div- divided into a few different sections, like I said, but but as I said, the episode is called Christmas Spirits. So I thought I'd look into a few uh, ghosty Christmas stories. Mm. Um, so I searched around online and... Um, and there was quite actually quite, I was like, are there any ghost Christmas stories? And there's actually quite a few. Um, and then I went to ranker.com and had a look what the most popular Christmas ghost stories are. So I've got five of them. I've got the, t- I just picked the top five. Great. That sounds fun. Yeah. We're going to go through the top five Christmas ghost stories and then move on to some other things later in the episode. Amazing. That's awesome, man. I'm really excited. This is, this is just the sort of episode I needed. So, um, first of all, this is like, we've done Christmas episodes before, but they've been Mm. sort of more like, um, combined efforts. We all bring something to them. Yeah. But I thought we've never actually done, like, I've never taken the helm and done a Christmas episode. So this is something fun and something different. And what it was is I started looking into something as we always do and thought, oh, I don't want to do this. Mm. And then I was running out of time and then I realized I've got the last one before Christmas. Let's make the most of it. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny how we're all doing that these days. Like, I don't know. Start don't know why that and change is. your mind. Yeah. So do you guys know any Christmas ghost stories before I get into these? Uh, Muppets Christmas Carol. <laughs> <laughs> I love that true story. <laughs> I love that you say Muppet Christmas Carol, not just a Christmas Carol. <laughs> that comes first. Come in, come in, no me. I think better Charles Dickens based his novel on that film. <laughs> yeah, pretty sure. <laughs> Cheese is for us, Mises. It is my favourite Christmas film, and it is probably in my top five films of all time. I bang on about it all the time, but I love that film. I was so tempted when I saw it advertised to go and see the Muppet Christmas Carol. Uh, live symphony orchestra event <laughs> which was advertised recently wow that sounds fun i did go and see um last weekend in birmingham return of the jedi with a live symphony orchestra oh and that was pretty amazing that sounds great that's exactly the sort of thing that i keep saying to rachel that i'd like to do one day i'd love to go see a live orchestra particularly yeah, if so it was to a star wars soundtrack yeah it was awesome um I managed to get what happened was it was sold out when they went on sale originally, and then obviously it got delayed because of COVID. It was supposed to be last year, but then loads of people had to cancel their seats, and so they put the cancelled seats back up on sale. So we swiped them. Okay. So we were down in the stalls, and it was yeah, awesome. Return of the Jedi on the big screen with a big, massive, full orchestra in front of it. It was really awesome. Wow, that sounds great. Blimey. That's, uh, I mean, I don't mean to make you jealous, um, but I'm actually going to the Panto. This Sunday. <laughs> do you know yeah, what? It's kind of equal. Do you know at Christmas, I'd love to go to Home Alone, done by orchestra. Yeah, that would be <laughs> unbelievable. Diddly, diddly, we were trying to think diddly, of films that would be good diddly, with orchestra. Diddly, diddly, diddly. Have you seen? Uh, <laughs> they, they've they've released a new Home Alone. Yeah, Home Sweet Home Alone. No, there's Which, never been from what any I can new tell, it's basically two. just a remake of the original. Is it really? I can't believe how many of those films has already been. It's yeah, Ashling. I think Ashling B is is like the mum. No, I saw it on Disney Plus way. and was like, I don't want to watch it. Never. No. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, I I I don't really 
I know I'm going to upset people, but I'm not a massive fan of the Home Alone movies anyway. What, the first two? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't, I don't find them fun. No. <laughs> you don't find them fun? <laughs> <laughs> he booby traps a house. And I like the name. It's hilarious. I like the name Wet Bandit and Sticky Bandit because it sounds kind of minging. <laughs> what about when he sets his hair on fire? Yeah, he does do that. Yeah, there's so much fun in that movie. It's great. Uh, and the paint, the paint pots that like knock him in the nuts. He. <laughs> there's me talking put... about how it's too, how it's too slapstick, and I love the Muppets. <laughs> 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 he puts a tarantula on the guy's face. Yeah. Oh, okay, you're right. And, uh, <laughs> who is it? Is it Joe Pesci? Joe Pesci. Yeah. Joe Pesci. Yeah. I love Pesci, but yeah. Come on, Moab. So, little um, little known fact. Yeah. Or maybe it's not little known. Maybe you guys already know it. But they had. You're to... related to Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, I am Macaulay Culkin's older, but younger brother. I don't know. That's um, Kieran Culkin. <laughs> Kieran Culkin. <laughs> I am Kieran Culkin. Yeah. No. Uh, so Joe Pesci, mm-hmm. obviously known for his potty mouth. Mm. <laughs> um, you know, you know when he gets like really angry as Harry, and he starts going. Like he he started doing that whilst they were um, when he got like a line wrong because he originally started swearing and then noticed he had loads of kids around him. Um, Maybe I'd have enjoyed that cut more. Yeah, exactly. Well, the swearing <laughs> cut. Yeah, his fucking kid. <laughs> That's so funny. Set my hair on fire. Oh yeah, he sets the guy's hair on fire. Once, when I went to Madame yeah. Two Swords, uh, one of the stewards <laughs> took me and my mum out of a queue to show us Macaulay Culkin and just be like, like as if I looked like him. <laughs> Because you uh, look like Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, apparently, when I was a kid. You don't. <laughs> You've got the little cow's lick. Maybe I haven't seen you when I was a kid. I had, like, little blonde hair. You've got <laughs> cow's lick as well. Blonde hair. My <laughs> hair was blonde. blonde and I was little. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah, wow. Was it the real Macaulay Culkin or the wa- or a waxwork? Are you calling the security guard at Madame Two Swords a liar? <laughs> <laughs> I am actually, yeah. I think he's qualified, so, mate. Um, but anyway. anyway, yeah, Home Alone. Sorry, I'm not. I don't love it. Nah, it's a great film. Famous uh, ghost story. It's ghost story. Yeah, Christmas let's go ghost to. Story. Sorry, number number five, and I'm going to start from the fifth most popular to the top because I do think the ones at the top are better. I don't want to blow a wad straight away. Well, hang on a minute. How do you know we don't know any other classics? Do, okay, you know, go on. To, what about uh, Krampus? Krampus. Yeah, we spoke about that. The, um, that, that's not, not really, really a ghost, ghost story, though, is yeah, it? Yeah, it's more no. like a beast. No, but when he died, could have been like Ghost of Krampus. Like a, th- it's like a Christmas tale, Christmas myth. I think Christmas since legend. we talked about Krampus all those years ago, I think that was our first ever Christmas episode, I've actually seen a Krampus fe- um, parade in real life. Oh, yeah. Um, what, in Austria? Yeah, I went to Innsbruck for Christmas one year, and there was a mm. Krampus parade, because it's an Austrian and Bavarian thing. Mm. And uh, it was really awesome. They all marched along the streets with drums, and it was like, marching like heavy metal dramas dressed as Krampus. It was really awesome. That's amazing. That sounds great. And then I went to Munich another year and saw a different Krampus festival. This guy was running along with a stick. I pretended to hit the kids with a stick and <laughs> stuff. What? And ch- <laughs> <laughs> Abusing <laughs> children. Yeah. 
<laughs> Sounds fantastic. Sounds very Christmassy. I mean, German German customs are crazy. Um, I love them, but they're nuts. Yeah. That sounds that sounds really really crazy, but uh, yeah, I have met a real Krampus now. Met a herd of Krampus. Krampi, Krampi. But yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I can think of any Christmas ghost stories in particular. No. Well, these are all true stories that I've got here. Amazing. So we'll see. We'll see how true we think they are. I'm very very excited. So number one. Let's see. As in number one or number five? Oh, sorry, number five. But the first one I'm going to tell. So number five. Sorry. Spectre at the Hotel Bethlehem. Oh, little town of Bethlehem. Is Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, by the way. Ah. So this hotel in Pennsylvania, the Hotel Bethlehem, has many ghost stories. But this is the most well-known. So um, this is the ghost of Mary... How are we going to pronounce this surname? Y-O-H-E. Yo-Yo-He? Yoi. Yoi? Yui. We just call sure. her Mary. Uh, yeah. well, actually, we'll call her May because most people knew her as May. Uh, she was born in 1866 and she loved to sing. She loved to perform and eventually traveled to Europe and um, had quite a successful stage career in Europe, uh, especially in Paris. And uh, in Paris, she caught the attention of a wealthy British lord who she married, um, moved to England with him and he eventually went bankrupt, which ruined the marriage. The marriage fell apart after that. So did she marry him for his money? I don't know. Mm. But she had a little bit of wealth herself from her stage performances. Um, anyway, so their, their marriage fell apart after he went bankrupt and uh, she fell in love with another man. Uh, it's an American soldier, but he was a bit of a shyster and ended up robbing her of most of her wealth. Wow. So not not a great life. What started no. out good, it went further and further downhill. Um, on her deathbed later in life, what she would talk about was Bethlehem growing up there in Pennsylvania, how it was the best days of her life. She wished she never left it and uh, eventually passed. Now, in the Hotel Bethlehem, when the Christmas tree goes up, her spirit is seen standing by the Christmas tree most years. Ooh. And often sat at the piano in the main hall as well. And um, there have been claims by many people in the hotel that they've heard the very faint voice of her singing behind the piano. Ooh, that's creepy. Unless she's singing something joyous because it's Christmassy. All it says is they're singing her favourite song, but it doesn't say what it was. So, Huh. That's really creepy. So does she come out every Christmas? Apparently, yeah. She's. I don't think she comes out just at Christmas. Though. It's like when the tree's up, she's around the tree. But I think sometimes she's just spotted around the piano anyway. So kind of a, a melancholy tale. It is. It's, it's, you're right. It's probably more sad than it is spooky. Yeah. It's definitely not as creepy as maybe some of the others. But there's quite... I mean, I don't know. If I was in a hotel and I saw... Something like that. That would be quite creepy. Or you heard someone singing around a piano. There's something very natural about a ghost just sitting at a piano, though, or just standing by a Christmas tree. So uh would catch me off guard in a way like, oh, that's very normal. It's not doing anything particularly spooky. It's just yeah, hanging if, out. If if I saw if I saw a ghost using an iPad, I'd be a bit like, mm, mm. this is something's <laughs> off here. This isn't right. The piano is the iPad of its time, isn't it? I suppose so. (laughs) 
yeah, if you if you just saw you just saw um a ghost sat there playing solitaire, yeah, it just it wouldn't be creepy. You'd be like, mm, that's just off. I just don't understand what's going on. It depends what the ghost looked like, though, doesn't it? Yeah, I guess. I just we established years ago on this podcast that all ghosts were uh, Victorians, weren't they? Exactly. Yeah. Right. I'm gonna be back in a sec. I'm just gonna top up my water. Okay. I don't think there's any ghost creepy enough that would look bad playing solitaire, really. What you mean? Like it wouldn't? No, there's no. That's the what act I mean. of it playing ghost... solitaire, regardless of how scary it is, would just render it inert as a ghostly yeah. presence. Or just just sat there like I don't know, eating a piece of fruit or something. Eating a cheese board. Yeah. <laughs> sort of uh, serving as yeah. well. The yeah, swilling some wine. Each cheese and wine has a pairing, and the ghost is sampling those. That makes it a whole earthly experience. Which at Christmas yeah. could happen. A cheese board with with a wine pairing could happen. Yeah. I suppose so. To a ghost at yeah, Christmas. That's... We'll, yeah. leave, we'll leave that bit of audio in there for Bob to listen to when he's editing the I show. Can't, I can't wait to hear it. I love listening <laughs> to the little nuggets. You will never, ever guess what we were talking about. <laughs> I'm sure I won't. Uh, yeah, no, it was, it was great. It, it's probably... Let, let me just put it this way. You've probably got your outro sorted. Okay, brilliant. Or intro, one of the two. Actually, can I suggest a song for the outro? Yes, is it the music from Home Alone? No, no. <laughs> that would be a good <laughs> one. Though. Um, my my friend Sean has a Christmas song. He has a few Christmas songs actually, but I'll ask him which one he wants to put on. But I'd love him to put his Christmas song at the end. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, of course. Yeah, amazing. Is it that? Right, let's get back onto these Christmas stories, Jesus. Right, okay. So that's number five, the spectre at the Hotel Bethlehem. I did, I did forget to mention that the 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 way she looks when she's by the tree and behind the piano, she's in her like um, elegant attire, her like sort of socialite garb, um, as she's sat there. So because you asked if she looked like a Victorian, right? Yeah, I'd I'd find that less. If I saw a ghost that was dressed up for like a ball, I think I'd be less worried. Hmm. So that's that. Number four, you might have heard of this uh, ghost, uh, okay. Anne Boleyn. <laughs> oh, I've heard of I've heard of Anne Boleyn. Yeah. <laughs> so this this story is um, Anne Boleyn comes home. Hope you like these titles I've given them. <laughs> was she Anne Boleyn about? <laughs> yeah, she was oh. Anne Boleyn about uh, Hever Castle. Hever is that how it's pronounced? H e v e r Hever Castle. Hever yeah. Castle. Yeah, Hever. Yes, I, I don't know. Oh, yeah. So that's in Kent. It's in the countrysides of Kent. You might have heard of Anne Boleyn. Who was Anne Boleyn, beef history man? Uh, who was she? Yeah. She was one of the wives of Henry VIII. Rachel. Correct. Mm-hmm. Which which number? Two. She was number two. She was executed. She was Elizabeth the first's mum. She was Elizabeth the first's mum. Yeah. So she was executed by Henry. Um, and now, every Christmas Eve, um, now she returns to uh, her castle in Kent, her ho- her childhood home, and uh, haunts the halls of the home. And um, the quote I've got here is, her sombre spectre is seen drifting silently over the picturesque bridge that spans the River Eden in the grounds of the home where she knew much happiness. So, How do they know it's Anne Boleyn? Because it's her home. Has she got no head? I guess it looks like her, doesn't it? 
Yeah, I suppose so. I wouldn't know what Anne Boleyn looks like. I don't know how much detail you can get. Yeah, but if you're in her childhood home and it looks a bit like an old queen. Yeah, I suppose you could. Oh, it's Anne. <laughs> Annie. <laughs> Annie. Um, I'm not your daddy. <laughs> so... So that's it. So she, some of these, are, some of these are less interesting than others. They're just sort of more in hand, I think, because it's like, oh, Anne Boleyn heard of her. But that's very similar to number five, isn't it? Like someone had a tragic life and returned to their childhood home in the afternoon. Yeah, it's a bit sad. I feel sorry for her. Yeah, they're probably kind of sad. still trying to work out why Henry didn't like her. It's all a bit of a downer, really. This episode, isn't it? Yeah. Thanks, Merry Bob. Christmas. Having said that, he did. Rachel's corrected me already. He did like her. Oh. Well, why did he kill her then? She, oh, apparently she had affairs. Um, what I've got here is, within a few short years of her marriage, Anne was targeted by, by dissent and gossip within the castle, accusing her from er, of everything from witchcraft to adultery. Witchcraft as well, Rach. Yeah, she supposedly had six fingers. She had six fingers, apparently. Oh, did she? <clears throat> yeah, well... They say she practised witchcraft, but they don't say witch. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, again, that's quite sad. Um, I'll say congratulations to Rachel now she's there. Oh, Bobby says congratulations on being a master's person. She's got a master's degree I also degree say now. congratulations Let's... separately. Tis, Tis also says Tis specifically doesn't. <laughs> Tis says fuck you. I kind of, I kind of thought it was a given, but I didn't. I don't know. I was just don't shoot the messenger. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. Couple of little, a little stories to get us going. Now we're moving up the ranks. This is number three. This is the Brooklyn Phantoms, which sounds like a street gang. It does, yeah. The Brooklyn Fans. I was a little bit um, surprised that this one was so high up on the list because, well, I don't want to. Well, just for yourself, maybe you think it's more interesting than me. I'm already slagging off. Right. Okay. So 1878, it's Christmas time, set in the scene here. And a man named Edward F. Smith hears his doorbell ring. I'm going to put in sound effects on this, by the way. I'm going to put the sound of a doorbell and stuff. Um, Here's his doorbell ring. Goes to the door. No one there. Happens again the next night. Ding dong. No one there. It starts happening every single night. He's like, what's going on? So what he does is he gets a load of flour and ash and he puts it all over the um, the front of his house so he can see what direction all the footprints, what direction they're fleeing off to so he can try and catch the buggers or whatever. So he puts all that down and then um, ring, ring, answers the door, no one there, no footprints. He's thinking, okay. So... Again, it continues, continues, ring, ring, ring. Eventually, this ringing gets worse. It turns into an aggressive banging every night. Bang, bang, bang. Runs to the door, no one there. Continuously, every single night through December. Contacts the police eventually and says, this has been happening, I don't know how they're doing it, there's no footprints, there's ringing, there's banging, it's getting beyond a joke, this really disrupting us now. So the police go, okay, all right, we'll keep an eye on it. Banging gets worse until eventually one night brick flies through his window. Smashes it. Goodness me. No sign of anyone. Police are stationed. They don't see anyone. 
And that's it. Shit. So it's interesting, huh. but it's kind of an underwhelming ending. So the police find no one. Yeah, it like it gets really juicy in the middle, and then it's just like, oh yeah, no, they didn't. Yeah, they didn't see anything. When I was right. reading this, I was like, ooh, ooh, building up, building up, good, 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 and then it's just like a brick flies through his window. At the end, they don't know who did it. Yeah, you'd think that the the status of Anne Boleyn itself would carry her above. Mm. If I was Anne Boleyn, I'd find and and I. If you're just ambling around the house. Found out that I was on a ranker list for Christmas ghost stories, and I was number four, and I yeah. lost out to that, I'd be a bit miffed. The Brooklyn Spectres. But the, the police, even the police were like, this is paranormal in nature. We were there, bruv. Yeah. Really? That's weird that they would say that. Aren't the police supposed to be... Rational? I mean, a brick as well. What What's... <laughs> yeah. So they threw a brick through the window on, what, the third night? No, this was going on for the whole. The, like the ringing went on like for days oh. and days and days. Then the banging, days and days and days. Like this was all through the month of December around Christmas time. So, what made them so sure that it was that it was paranormal? No footprints. Was it that the street was so and, open? There's well, the police didn't see anyone. They were stationed right nearby and they were on the lookout. Hmm. But you know, incompetent, aren't they? Yeah. Brooklyn as well. Brooklyn's pretty dense, isn't it? You could probably <laughs> they were probably just hiding behind a plant or something. Shout out to all our Brooklyn listeners. Yeah, <laughs> so uncalled for. <laughs> I've never been to New York. I no. don't. I don't know what I'm talking about. You're basing it off that Stroke song about New York City cops. <laughs> That's your entire research. <laughs> yeah, I think the Stroke said it one time. Yeah, wasn't it the Strokes that said that Brooklyn was really dense? <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. That's the that's kind of here, okay. not here, not there. The top two, I think these two are pretty juicy. Right, I'm excited. So number two, the Brown Lady of Raynham Hall. The Brown Lady of Raven Hall. Raynham Hall or Raven oh, Hall? Raynham. Would be even better though. Raynham. Raynham. Um, this one has an image to go with it later on. So. Oh. So it's the 1700s, guys. A man named Charles Townsend marries a woman named Dorothy. Now we're going to go for pronunciations again. Uh, Walpole, Walpole, W A L P O L E. Walpole. Walpole. Okay, Dorothy yeah. Walpole. Yeah. And happy marriage in love, wonderful. Live in this big hall. They live in Raynham Hall, so a big stately home. Um, but after a while, for some reason, he starts becoming paranoid. He's sure that she's going to be unfaithful. He can't get that, this out of his head. And um, he gets so paranoid that, that she is going to be unfaithful that eventually he it's almost like he starts losing his mind. He's so obsessed by this one thought and he hides her away inside the hall. He tells all of her family and friends that she's died. Wow. He doesn't let her leave the hole. That sounds horrible. So she's forced to stay within the mansion and she just wanders the halls. She has nothing else to do. And um, eventually just perishes, dies. Wow. Ever since, reports of a woman in a tattered brown dress are reported to have seen wandering the halls of Raynham Hall. And um, I've got a little quote here. One so some some people say these encounters are quote truly horrifying. 
Okay. One visitor, unaware of the brown lady's legend, approached a woman in the hall, only to have her look at him with a glowing face, but where her eyes should have been, there were only empty sockets. Oh, no thanks. Eventually, in an article for Country Life magazine, taking photographs of uh, of the manor, she was captured and photographed standing on the stairwell. Oh, I don't. I don't think I want to see. Have you, is this the image? It's an old. It's a. It's like the classic, the classic like ghost picture. Ghost story of picture. Just like a white okay. outline on a stairway. So I hope you can see this on there. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's enough that I can see it's it's a it's shaped like a person. Mm. Um, Tis ghost or not. Uh, it's a bit tenuous. It's the light, the way the light's coming off the stairs, though. I quite like that picture. Yeah, it's not. It's not the worst we've seen, is it? Not the worst. Well, no, but we've seen some absolute dross. We have seen some absolute clangers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when your standards are that low, uh, being better <laughs> than the worst isn't even close to being good enough. <laughs> No, it's not anything to be proud of, is it? I mean, I'd still be quite freaked out, I think. is There's enough in it that warrants the photo being taken. Mm. Yeah, weird. Can you imagine that as well? Can you imagine being that person that tapped her on the shoulder? And Oh, that's creepy. That's creepy. That's awful. That's like Charlie Taylor territory, that. Yeah. That's so horrible. here we go. Let's move on to number one. I do think this is a good story. This is like... Number one, an absolute walk. This is quite a well-known story. So this is The Legend of the Mistletoe Bride. Hmm. It's already got a good name. So this is a legend that's been passed around a lot over the years. And it's actually been linked to many different stately homes. Like, oh, that happened in this one, that happened in this one. But as far as I can gather, the actual home this happened in was a place called Bramshill House in Hampshire. And uh, what happened was, is there's a a Christmas gathering at this home. And there was mistletoe hanging around, uh, as there would be, a Christmas gathering at that time. And um, this inspired a game amongst the people in attendance. So this was um, Lord Lovell was the the homeowner. And uh, his bride-to-be was in attendance. Uh, Some say that's his his new bride, or some say it's his bride-to-be. But either, either way, we're going to go a bride to be. And uh, the game that the mistletoe inspires is that she's going to hide somewhere on the premises and everyone has to hunt for her. So it's like hide and seek, basically. But it's all about everyone fancies this girl. And it's the winner's going to get will earn a kiss from her. If you can find her, she'll give you a kiss. This, at the minute, this, uh, this sounds like any of our family's Christmas parties. Yeah, carry on. <laughs> so... Yeah, they're going to get a kiss. So she hides and they all start looking for um, the lady. And no okay. one finds her for quite a while. And then they start worrying a little bit, like, where's she gone? And then it turns into, like, it's been a few hours and no one's found her. And they're actually getting really alarmed. And they're scar- it's not a game anymore. They're scouring the property. And she's never found. Mm-hmm. 50 years later, a secret closet 
is found on the premises on the upper floors. And um, inside is a wooden chest that's sealed with a lock. So when it was pulled shut, the lock went click. Uh. When they finally get it open, the unrecognizable remains of the previous bride-to-be. No. Oh, my word. Which now haunt the premises. Oh, that's horrible. So she was playing hide-and-seek, and she died. Yeah. Oh, that's horrific. So that's a good Christmas ghost story. <laughs> that's definitely number one. <laughs> yeah, oh. that, I was like, oh, yeah, that's a good story. Yeah, Merry Christmas. <laughs> that sounds like um, a sketch from Inside Number 9. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's so horrible. So she she was just finding a hiding place and thought, yeah. I found an absolute banger. I found this banging... absolute banger. No one's going to find me here. Yeah. Well, it was a and bit too didn't. good. And uh, <laughs> she locked herself in and died. Yeah. I mean, wow. if I died in that shitty way, I'd probably haunt the building as well. What else are you going to do? Yeah, I would. I would be so angry. Would you be angry at yourself? Uh, yeah, a bit. Yeah, I'd be like, you idiot. You stupid, stupid idiot, just because you were trying to win hide-and-seek. Yeah, I think I would be annoyed with myself, but I'd also you'd be, like, really irritated by other people having a good time. Yeah. So, yeah, if and also then haunt, haunt away. Go for I it. I would expect as well, if she pulled that, that case shut and it locked on her, first of all, you'd be like, shit, straight away. But yeah. the I would think that she ran out of air pretty quickly. I guess so. It doesn't sound like it's a very big chest. No. She probably no. wouldn't last very long. Or maybe worse that she did. Maybe maybe there was just like a tiny crack letting just enough air in oh, to keep her going and then she starved grim. to death. That's grim. Anyway. What would you rather? Come on, we're going to... Uh, no, I want to <laughs> die straight away. If I'm not getting out of that, let me run out of air quickly. Would you rather run out of air quickly and, and drift off to sleep? Or would you rather suffer... In a church until you st- in a case until you starve to death. I think yeah, it's a no I brainer, it's isn't an easy it? one. So there we go, <laughs> guys. I uh, hope you enjoyed the Christmas spirits stories. Yeah. To uh, warm us up. Now I would like you to take. You, did you guys receive a package in the post this week? Yes. Yes. I've got uh, it right here. Would you here. please open those packages? I was. I was. Can I say I was this close? I was just about to pull the the cardboard apart yesterday, and then I saw your firm instruction. What does it I mean, say like, on the package? Do not open until instructed. Yeah. Did you know it was me straight away? Yeah, because I recognised your handwriting. Yeah. I had no sure. idea. Oh, you weren't in the same year as us at school, though, Tish. You wouldn't have seen my handwriting so much. Oh, and also it says sender, and then it's got your flat number oh, and oh, the yeah. postcode on the back. <laughs> I forgot I put the sender address on that. I'm so excited. This is just like Christmas. I'm so excited. Well, no it, is because, it is because you got a Christmas <sighs> present in there. There's a present. <laughs> Look at this. You've both got the same present. Okay, uh, do we open Tish, it now? have you got yours there? Yeah. Have you got it out of the packaging? Do we open it now? Oh, you've opened it, right? Sweet, yeah. Oh. So go for it, Beef. You've got the same present, and you'll when you open oh, it, right. you'll realise why I've got you this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love that I've already opened it. <laughs> you're like, oh, have you got it? Yeah. yeah. This when it's is out already... of it, you'll, you'll notice it's out of its packaging because I've put a weird tail sticker on the front. Um, for the listeners, I've it's a notebook, right? But I would like you to open the notebook. Okay. Hang on. 
There's going to be a picture of like your bum hole or something. No, no, no. Yeah, I said to Becca, this is almost like a passive-aggressive uh, present. Okay. <laughs> is it? <laughs> Wait, I already think I know what it's for. <laughs> I've got a, Wait, bo- a famous a list uh, book of Bob's, and the list is uh, episode ideas. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Have I done it back to front? No, it's oh, you just fine. It. I've got, I've right, got okay. a few in now. So what you guys have got here, so what for the listeners, what happens is when these guys are trying to put together an episode, they message me and go, oh, I, I haven't got any episode ideas. Oh, tell me some of the ones the listeners have sent us again. So what I've done is I've gone through all the emails <laughs> from the listeners and any episode that's ever been suggested by anyone, I've handwritten inside these notebooks so that when the guys are struggling for ideas, they can open these notebooks and flick through Aww. them themselves and they can add more when they get ideas. And I don't even know what half of these topics are. They're just what listeners have sent us. So if you want to look into it, you can. If you look into it and don't like it, scrub off that list straight away. Amazing. But you've got a Weird Tales notebook now. I'm so happy. Thanks, man. Some of these might have... Did you take off... Uh... Did you take um, Stonehenge off? I did. I took it off. There we go. Mate, this is awesome. Thank you so much. And this I is also... You, um, I'll give them a shout-out. Like um, notebooks. These are the notebooks I use for everything. I get them in different colours depending on what they're for. My university notes are in them right here. You colour-code your notebooks. <laughs> No way. That's really that's lovely. <laughs> it's the sort of thing that I wish I could do, but I am just I don't have the perseverance. Um well Tiss, here. There's one. There's one. There's one. Amazing. That's just the ones I've got to hand. I'd just buy the same colour notebook and never know which one's which. Exactly, but I know that grey ones are German studies. I know that light pink ones are English studies. I know that the tan ones are... Oh, sorry, they're German studies. Brown, grey are general notes. The pink ones are my obsessive list books. They've all got different colours. I know what they are from looking at them. So three questions. Yeah. First question, where do you get them from? They're really nice. They're, I, I get them on Amazon. Okay. They're a, a German brand. I mean, they're really smart. They're lovely little notebooks. So Amazing. thank you very much. Um, well, thank yourself, because I, I paid for them out of the Weird Tales money. So. <laughs> Fair enough. So, I'm very grateful for my gift. Thank you very much. That's all right. It's also surely a gift to yourself as well, so that we stop badgering you and annoying you for for ideas. Where's your? Which one is your like arbitrary list? But like your films and all the like. That's my. That's my bright pink one, but I don't know where that's gone. I think I've left it in the lounge. (laughs) How many of these have you got? Um, loads because I use multiple ones of them a year for my studies so I've got about six brown ones which is just my German notes I I guess I I I use I I think I just probably write notes on my Mac now yeah I know I'm I'm old school I've got to handwrite stuff no but that is it's nice I have about four notebooks and all of them are filled up by the first four pages and the rest is never used yeah I'm just so unorganized. I don't have I don't have a brain that works with no. I I need I to be organized. Otherwise, I, I can't concentrate. I wish I could. I think it would be. I think it would really help me. But I just can't. There's something about them that's too routine, and too something something about it. I can't do it. 
It's a better so idea upsetting. to do it this way because otherwise, when you're trying to record, um, and you're doing an episode, you've got your notes up. I often have my notes. I've on got the my screen. notes here for this episode. Yeah, that makes more sense because then your screen's less cluttered. Actually, I think I the the only thing I've ever used a notebook for is episode planning, or when we used to do D and D. D&D planning. Yeah. That's the only two yeah. times I've used notebooks. I didn't even really use them when I was planning essays either. I, I used to just get like a big roll of paper and scribble it all out on that. But this is much better because when you're recording, when you, you're you running an episode, normally I've got Skype here, I've got Audacity there, then I've got the internet, then I've got the my notes. The bloody Audacity much. of it. Well, when you guys are <laughs> doing an episode, I still have it open for me as well because I make notes for my edit. As well as I, as we're recording, oh. so I have it out on my pen out. Ow, bugger! Ow. Sorry, that paper, was a cat. Was that a paper cut already? It's turning no, against it's you. A... Yeah, no, it's just the bloody cat. Right, so let's move on to the final sections. We've had the Christmas ghosts, we've had the Christmas presents. Now we've got one more section, guys. Do you know what it is? Coin in the pudding. Coin it wouldn't pudding. be a Christmas episode without coin in the pudding. <laughs> yes, this is I so exciting. Like, I was like, I can't do another one because I've run out of ideas. We did Christmas traditions, Christmas foods, Christmas songs. And I was like, what else is there? And then it struck me the other day, we haven't done Christmas presents, traditional Christmas presents around the world. Now, Ooh. I thought there'd be loads of these and it was actually really hard to find some. So what you've got is you've got more fake ones than real ones in this. In the bag, which is my old microphone case, we've got 21 different things. Nine of them are real. 12 of them are fake. I'm always terrible at this. But there's there's well, there's ways to get extra points here. So the rules for, for if you guess it's real and it's real, you can get an extra point by guessing the country. Same rules as ever. If it's a fake one, you could still get a point if you can guess whether I came up with it or Becca came up with it because we oh. came up with six each. Oh, good twist. Nice. There's always a new twist on this. So for new listeners who haven't heard of Coin in the Pudding, it's a little festive game. Um, you've probably been able to infer the rules, but in this little case, I've got loads of folded up pieces of paper and I'm going to pull them out at random and the guys can guess whether this is a real Christmas present giving tradition or a fake one. Uh, they get an extra point if they can guess which country it's from or if they can guess if it's a fake one, whether me or Becca came up with the false gift. Wow, okay. So they hopefully... Oh, yeah, but you know I'm going to be bad at that as well. Do you want to just both guess? I think we've done it different ways, different years. Sometimes I t- you take it in turns and sometimes um, you share it and you can both guess at the thing. Which way do you want to do it this year? I'm up I to, mind. Up, up to whatever. Actually, we've got an odd number, so let's do it. You both get a chance. Okay, so you ask us both uh, yeah. each time and we'll, we'll get... Okay. Yeah, okay, so you okay. can, might influence each other's answers. So I've got the thing here. I'm going to rustle it around. I actually print them out and I don't know why I do it. It's just because we're not in the same room. It's just for the fun of it. It's for me to get this noise of me rustling the paper. Right, I mean, so... Tiss is going to keep his crown, I think. I'm always terrible at this. <laughs> so it's because you, you did... Um, you did um, you did the first pod for so long, you just got used to it. Tis, tis, is, tis is the the king of this game. He has like got into my mindset of the fake outs now, but that's why I threw Becker into this <laughs> I don't one. Think he's... So. I think this has been long enough. I think I'm going to be off my game. And it's not just me. You've got, you don't know how Becca's going to think with this. Because last year, Becca came up with one. She came up with Aloha Santa as the fake Christmas song, and it really threw you off. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember now. But the way last year, when it was just the Christmas songs, just the name of the song was enough for you to go on. This year, I'm going to give you, like, if I can, if there's context to give, I'm going to give context to each of these. So, number one. Okay. Can you read that? Seed. 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 So this is, the gift is, in this country, I'm never going to say which one it is, the tradition is you give um, someone a seed, a small seed, an envelope, and they they grow it, and it's supposed to symbolize um, the blossoming relationship or the blossoming friendship between the two of you. A seed. Is that real or rubs, guys? Rubs. You made it up. Beef? Yeah, rubs. Was it me or Becca? I think you, you made that up. So you both think Rubs and I made it up. Yeah. Tess, what are you going with? I think it's Bob. Yeah, okay. It is Rubs. One point each. But Becca made that one up. Oh, oh okay. God damn. You were selling Man. it like a salesman of your own wares. Okay. Number two. Wax lips. This <laughs> <laughs> already made me laugh. Wax lips. So in this country, the tradition is, uh, I don't know how it started. There's different stories, but some people say it might be about the transmission of germs, whatever. But everyone buys each other these wax lips. They put them in. They're these fake sort of plasticky lips. You put them in your mouth and you have fake red lips on your mouth. And then you sort of, everyone sort of kisses each other with these wax lips, like clattering the plasticky lips together. <laughs> <laughs> You're joking me. Fuck off. Oh my god. <laughs> Real? <laughs> Do you know what? It was it was believable until you got to the kissing bit. And all the plastics clattering what together. What do you mean it might be real? <laughs> the plastics clattering. Yeah, they like clatter together, like when they're like oh kissing each other. God. <laughs> almost That's like so almost rough. like Chicken Tonight dancing around the Christmas tree, <laughs> clattering their plastic lips together. I've got to go same answer again. Bob rubs beef. Yeah, yeah. Bob rubs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, two points each. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see the difference one, between Bob's own lie and Becca's. Bob just gets well into it. <laughs> I've, yeah. <laughs> I made myself laugh so much with that one. On the drive down to Birmingham to see the Star Wars oh. show last weekend, we got stuck in traffic because I was flooding. It took us over four hours. It's supposed to only take two hours. But I was trying to come up with these in the car and I was really making myself laugh at that wax lips thing. <laughs> <laughs> like I right. say, it was okay until we got to the kissing bit. Then yeah. it was just. Was I getting too animated on the camera? <laughs> Yeah, it was the way you were like smushing them together as well. I was just thinking in my head of what Bob, imagining Bob thinking about this idea. <laughs> so as Bob was pitching it, I was just thinking about him pitching it to himself to pitch to us yeah. and yeah. making well, me laugh. Pitching them to Becca in the car. The thing is, what makes this one hard is because I'm trying to give context to them and I'm always going to make myself laugh at my stupid ideas and I'm trying to bullshit you. <laughs> okay. Number three. A bag of rice. Bag of rice. Bag of rice. The tradition is in this country uh, to expecting parents, you would get them a bag of rice, the sort of weight of average weight of a baby. And um, it symbolizes, you know, good luck in um, your conceiving of the child, preparing for your child, the bag of rice. 
<laughs> I've never heard of this one either. Well, hopefully you haven't heard of any of them. Uh, oh. That's a good one. That's a really good one. What are you saying, Beef? Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go real, mm-hmm. and I'm sure in like 30 seconds I'm gonna feel really stupid. But I'm gonna go real. Tis Riddle Rubs. I'm gonna go Becca Rubs. Okay, so Riddle Rubs. This is Rubs. Ah, so Tis gets a point for that. But is it mine or Becca's? Becca. Becca. Yeah, Becca. Another point for Tis. Actually, Beef, you can get a point for that as well for like guessing if it's. Me or Becca. The um the the Oh thing do is I sorry, one, I didn't realise if I'll give you a point, yeah. The um the thing with that one, why that's more believable is because there's some truth in that. That is a Japanese custom. It has, has nothing to do with Christmas. Oh okay. Yeah. That was why it was clever, because I was thinking that sounds like a Japanese thing to do. I've heard about someone giving someone some wild oats. Right. After they've had some kids. Sowing your no, that's about sowing your wild oats. Yeah, isn't that's um that's the office. Dwight Schrute does that. Doesn't yeah, he? that's it. Yeah, they give each other wild oats. This is when the next one's going to be wild oats. <laughs> he pulls out the bag. Yeah. Okay. Number four. Charity. Charity. The gift of charity. So in this country, uh, traditional on Christmas to gather some uh, small gifts, treats, take them to the local church for those more needy as a charitable gift for Christmas to those in need. You take them to your local church and they are given to uh, those in need, those that are hospitalised, things like that. The gift of charity, real or rubs? Well, that is real because that does happen, doesn't it? I'd say that's real. It happens in it happens in Aylesbury. I'm talking about specific, uh, a specific countrywide custom linked to a specific country with this. Yeah. So is that you saying a real on that beef? Yeah. Tis? Real rubs for charity at Christmas. Uh, what, what did beef say? Beef said real. I said, I said real because it does happen. Yeah, I'll go, I'll, I'll go with beef. I can't lose if yeah. I go with beef. I mean, I mean that's ob- obviously charity. If you can give me the particular country that is... I mean, this happens in all sorts of countries. There's one c- country that is linked to doing this at Christmas. If you can guess it, I'll give you a point. Philippines. I would say... I'd say England, because the Sally Army do that. Yeah, but I don't do it. And the average Joe doesn't do it. Mm, okay. I, I wouldn't know which other... I don't know. <sighs> Think of it the equivalent of like in England we would say, oh, an old fashioned custom is to put an orange in someone's stocking. Yeah, okay, yeah, I see what you mean. But are you just trying to throw me off the scent? Or in some countries they have wax lips and kiss each other with them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tis, give me a country. Philippines. Wrong. <laughs> I shouldn't have said if it was wrong uh, until Beef guessed because now he knows it's not the Philippines. Oh, that's yeah, exactly. cheating. Bhutan. It was Zambia. Oh. If listeners, if I'm wrong with some of these, I've taken my information from the internet. Bhutan's a good guess, actually. Bhutan, because Bhutan's like a. They are really wholesome people. Well, this might happen in more than one country, but I'm just going from what um, okay. whatever website I got these off of told me. The culture trip, I think. Right, okay, the next one. Hood ornament. I'm just going to get on to culture thing. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cheat. So hood ornaments. You know what the you know what these are, guys? Yeah, um, aren't they the so if you've got like a Jaguar, you're gonna get like a Jaguar on the front of your car. 
You don't see them so much anymore, I don't think. But on no. expensive Mercedes, cars, they would you often have them. yeah, where like on the front of a Mercedes, you have like the like the three D model on the front or a Jaguar. In, uh, in one of the scariest films ever made, for Becca at least, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire rips it off of Pierce <laughs> Brosnan's BMW. There we go. So in this country. Um, a traditional gift between uh, friends, a joke gift, is to break off those hood ornaments. It's also like a, a status thing. Maybe a, a country that has a high crime rate, you might say. Um, giving you clues here. They would break them off and gift them to each other, almost as a bragging, look what I style, guys. Merry Christmas. Um, uh, real. Real? Tiss? Rubs. Rubs? It's Rubs. Who was it, me or Becca? Uh, it was you, because it's Simpsons. Beef? <laughs> oh man yeah you yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was me <laughs> you know what? I, was actually, I was actually thinking of the simpsons you were watching oh, the simpsons it. where they steal the hood ornaments the, is uh is of charmer's honda logo yeah yeah and nelson's got it <laughs> oh you think this stolen h is a laugh riot don't you well i'll tell you something that's not so funny Right now, Superintendent Chalmers is at home crying like a little girl. <laughs> I guess it is a little funny. <laughs> oh, I'm so annoyed that I didn't know that. That I didn't think of that. Right, okay. Oh, damn it. Okay. Okay, ready? Yeah. Yeah, ready. Bouquet of flowers. Bouquet of flowers. In this country, Christmas has almost become like a uh, an alternative to Valentine's Day. Young couples will buy each other Christmas flower bouquets, a bouquet of flowers, particularly festive themed. Which country is this? I can't tell you. Well, we don't know. We're supposed to guess. Is it real or rubs, first of all? <laughs> we have to try, would it? I, I can see right through. That wry smile. Bouquet of flowers, real or rubs? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Beef respects the game. Um, I don't know. Rubs. Yeah, I'm going rubs as well. This one's real. Oh, oh man. Which oh, country is this becoming a custom in? Um, uh, Sweden. I'm going to say... Oh, what am I going to say? Where's this going to be? Oh, there's so many countries. I know, yeah. you never get the, the countries because it's so hard. They're going to be slim, so you may as well just say any country. Unless you already know, you won't get it with the countries one. Are you sure? Okay, okay. Uh, oh, that gives me a challenge. Andorra. No, it was. <laughs> said it last time, it was the Philippines. Oh, for fuck's oh. sake! For fuck's sake! This is the thing. It's almost never going to be a European country. Because that's too oh, too close. It's too easy. So the Philippines, instead of giving charity to people, they give bouquets of flowers. Well, I've got a read on them. Right. Okay. <laughs> Original. I can't see the other bit. What does it say? Hold it a bit closer to you. Original song. Original song. So it's a, it's a Christmas custom to write someone an original song that when you... With them, I just made you laugh because it's so awkward. I can't imagine doing it. Please, you have to then sing it. You sing the song to them, kind of like that. Yeah. So you have to sing their present to them. It's a custom to write an original song (laughs) for the the giftee. Rubs. Rubs. Yeah. Yeah. Rubs. You're both saying rubs to that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Rubs. Yeah. (laughs) Whose is it? Mine or mine or Becca's? Imagine that as a custom. Yeah. There'd be so many songs every year. 
That's the that's the challenge, isn't it? Yeah, but imagine how many songs there would be in existence if that was a custom in a country. Me or Becca? That's ridiculous. Uh, Becca. Becca. That was me. <laughs> oh, oh man. Shit. This is good because it adds another di- dimension. Because even when we're right, we're still wrong because we're still not able to guess which one it was. You got an extra point on the table. Okay, ready? Next one. Inflatable flamingo. <laughs> inflatable flamingo. So this is a custom in a country, let's say, where maybe it's not so cold at Christmas. It's become like a jokey custom to gift inflatable flamingos, which they have around on Christmas Day. B thinks it's real. <laughs> it's like he's bullying you. Beef's an idiot. <laughs> He'd be nuggying you if he was in the room. Uh, uh, beef actually thinks it's real. Uh. Oh, this is bullying. That's so mean. Maybe it is real. Maybe that's jokes on this. Maybe it is. Exactly. Inflatable flamingo, guys. Real or rubs? Tiss? What are you saying, Beef? Don't know what are you saying. I don't know. Apparently Beef thinks it's real. <laughs> um Yeah, I, well now I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid this game. <laughs> I mean this, I've run out of ideas. This might be the last time we do coin in the pudding, but I love watching the rivalry between you two. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said that as well was like, like I pissed myself yeah. in the classroom. Uh, like, uh, he's wet his pants. No, uh, I he thinks it's real. It's probably the way that Bob uh, repeated it that it sounded worse. <laughs> See now I can't win. Now I can't win if I say it's real and it's not. Think, then I'm how, obviously an idiot. think the pride if it is real. You would have over Tiss. He'd have to yeah. eat his own shit at that one. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> real or rubs, guys? It's real. Tiss. It's real. It's uh, rubs. No. Uh, you thought it was real Uh, Uh, Tiss you said it was real with me (laughs) mine or Becca's Uh, Becca Becca Tiss Becca yeah you're both right that was Becca's oh that's hilarious it feels do you know know why I felt it was real Mm mm-hmm um, because it feels like the sort of stupid thing that Floridians would do. Sorry to listeners from Florida. If you're listening from Florida, we love you. Thank you for listening. This is why I'm worried. Maybe the more realistic ones are actually true. Are we going to get messages? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It make it sounds like the sort of thing that um, Floridians or like Californians or something like like it's hot. You would I don't know or Australia, right? Mittens, mittens, mittens. In this country. It is uh, a traditional custom to give uh, very high quality mittens for Christmas. Maybe sometimes handmade. Real or rubs? Rubs. Yeah, I think that's rubs. That's real, boys. Ah, oh. that's like from the office when Daryl really? gives Nate those um, mittens. Oh yeah. <laughs> when you find out where, you'll go. Oh, okay, makes sense. America. I mean, it doesn't make any sense because you're just going to end up with hundreds of pairs of mittens. Um, yeah, it's going to be a cold country. 
Um, Alaska. <laughs> what did you say? It's Australia. Tess, what did you say? Alaska. Oh, right. It's not a country. Well, what? US. So you mean America. <laughs> America, right, okay. Sorry. Uh, Iceland. Um, this is an Inuit custom. So, yeah, there are yeah, there's Inuit population in Alaska, right? Well, um, yeah, I guess so. So Tiss actually gets a point for country. Well, I don't know what. Hang on a minute. Hang on. Hang on. What did you? What was your answer? You should have an answer written down. Um, I just put Inuit, and then I realised that's not a country. But then Inuit is Alaska and Canada, isn't it? And I think there's I'm Inuit population in Iceland as well. Ooh. Let me. No, there is beef. not an Inuit population I don't think, in Iceland. <laughs> there's definitely not. I'm, I'm not discipline. even searching it. I almost well, went for it. it. I almost went for it. Google it. No, because it's a do Native you, American. Do you think all cold people look the same? <laughs> <laughs> this is the episode. Would you believe this is the episode where we get cancelled? This, this close. This close to being racist. Cold racist. Do all, do all cold people look the same? <laughs> do you think all shivering people look the same? Um, Greenland, yes. Iceland, no. Oh man, I was so close. Yeah, I mean, correct me, correct me if you want. If there's one point in it, maybe we'll have a deeper look by the end. Got got the pun for the for the end of the episode. By the way, right? Okay, next one. Rice pudding. So this is um, a gift, but not a gift to within a family. This is rice pudding, which is gifted to um, tiny magical creatures on Christmas Eve. True. That's rubs. Tis real beef rubs. Yeah. This is real. Yes. No beef. That's Tis's point. You said I said real. You said rubs, didn't you? You said rubs. I said real. Yeah, beef. You said rubs. Did I? What did I say? No. I meant real. <laughs> <laughs> I could have sworn I said real. Mate, you can't swan in on the old rubsy. <laughs> you said rubs. It's three three to one that you said rubs. Oh, <laughs> mate. I'm actually going to put it in. This the clip from 30 seconds ago. I'm going to put it in again here if you say rubs. <laughs> That's rubs. Oh, I could have sworn I said real. In my head, I said real. Uh, well, oh. see, if you, see if you can claw it back by telling me um, oh. what country this happens There's in. There's no point for in your head, in your head answers. <laughs> Are you sure I said rubs? It's a hundred percent said rubs. <laughs> That's rubs. If it wasn't such a fuck about, I'd go back and play it to you it's now. It's on the recording. Oh, damn it. That's rubs. Oh, I'm actually dis. I'm absolutely disappointed. Okay, so so now we need to tell you the country. Iceland. Uh, um, I don't know. Somewhere like uh Slovakia. Wrong. This is uh, like Norway and most of basically Norway, Sweden, and some Finland. Uh, this is the Nissa or the Tomta. Guys, I'm really disappointed you didn't listen to my episode on five minute folklore about it. I did the voice of that. <laughs> you did. I was wondering if you'd remember. If I you... thought it was Iceland. I thought it was an Icelandic Nissa. No, no. This is. I actually did it as a Norwegian episode, but it's happened. It's Iceland and Sweden mainly, and, and a bit of Finland. Iceland and Sweden. There you go. Point. Ah. Oh. I'm so disappointed that I said rubs. Right. Okay. Next one, guys. I I would have I would have put money on me saying real rubber, rubber chicken. chicken. Didn't you do this one last year? I feel like you've done this one before. This is a Monkey Island gag. But maybe one year it's real. Rubber chicken. 
Um, this is this is no origins to this. This is just one of those things where it's a stupid gift that people keep buying each other in this country, and it's like the gift the the sort of joke is it's a stupid gift, and now people keep doing it. Rubber chickens on Christmas Day, Riddle Rubs. <laughs> Maybe I'll start the episode of that. <laughs> Rubber chickens on Christmas Day, Riddle Rubs, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> 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 um oh, have I gotta go first. Oh, this is oh, This is becoming a psych out with you guys over who says it first. Yeah, I know. And I don't I know. like it. I might start putting like rules on who says it first. Because otherwise you guys just stalemate it. No, no, forget it. No, I'm gonna go I'll go rubs. Real. No, sorry, rubs. Absolutely rubs. Final answer, real or rubs. Rubs. Rubs and rubs? Rubs. Yeah, it's rubs. Rub. Was it me or Becca? You. You. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Monkey Island. I genuinely almost put a rubber chicken with a pulley in the middle, which is the thing from Monkey Island. Yeah, it's literally, mate, I and know I like, your heads are literally li- going for a journey through my old childhood. <laughs> Shoebox full of grass. What's it say? Grass. A shoebox full of grass. Few- a fuel box, a screw... Shoebox shoe full of grass. <laughs> I'll tell you about this custom. The custom is the kids go and fill a shoebox full of grass. Oh. They hide it under their parents' bed as a gift for the camels of the three wise men. When no. they wake up in the morning, when they wake up in the morning, the grass has been replaced by treats and sweets. Rubs. Real or rubs? Rubs. Yeah. Rubs. <laughs> so rubs. Real? <laughs> no. When I was going through these with Becca last night, when I finalised what I was going to use, she was like, they're definitely going to think you made that one up. Yeah. And that's real. Yeah. But I would like to know what country that happens in. Um, Egypt. Tis? Uh, Israel. It's uh, Puerto Rico. Oh, so oh. close. This is this is it. We may as well just say any country that <laughs> yeah, just no. comes to your head because you're I never know. never going to get it. Right, we're going to race through these. I've actually got fucking notes. Right, okay. Homemade papaya cake. Homemade papaya. In this what? country... Home- homemade papaya what? Cake. Cake. Right. In this country, papaya cake is uh, the traditional Christmas cake. So it's a tradition to make it and uh, gift it on Christmas Day. Uh, that could be real. Real. Real? Beef? Yeah, real. Real. That's uh, Rubs. Was it me or Becca? Becca. <sighs> yeah, Becca. I was Becca. That's the sort of thing Becca would come up with. Papaya. We were saying we were saying to ourselves, can you even make papaya cake? We were trying to think of a fruit that I can't think of being able to make a cake out of. There's no fruit you can't make a cake out of, well. I reckon. Well, I'm th- I was thinking of like, pu- like almost like pineapple upside down cake. Oh, yeah, maybe. So you're not, you're not, oh, so you mean, did Becca mean like a sponge made of I have no idea what she meant. I don't think we didn't put too much thought into our stories. Ever since I, um, ever since I came to Leeds, by the way, I am hell bent on making fried donuts and filling with cream, but doing it with like cereal milk, making, making cream with cereal milk that's been steeped. They've had some really good varieties down at Doha recently. Yeah. They, yeah, it's been delicious. Bristol needs a dough hut, like a vegan version of dough hut here. It's a massive yeah. gap in the market. Family heirloom. Okay. 
the story behind this one is you it's a family heirloom that you gift to someone in your family and the next year they pass it on to another family member so you each look after the heirloom for a year and it passes around the family real or rubs so that's difficult because it's like boring enough for it to be real but also you could have easily have made it up to sound boring to make it sound real again you liked some of the boring ones I came up with last year. I want to remind you of some of the songs. Twigs and Berries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Real. Rubs. It's Rubs. Was it me or Becca? Bob. Yeah, you. Yeah. That was Becca. Oh! oh. Apples wrapped in paper. 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 Apples wrapped in paper. They wrap their apples. Apples wrapped in paper. They 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 finally decorate paper and wrap it in apples and gift it to each other. No, they don't. Uh, I got more. Oh, okay. <laughs> and the, because the apple in this country symbolizes good fortune and peace. Is that going to sway? Is that making it more real for you? Wraps. Uh, Tis? Mm, real. It is real. Where does it happen? China. Beef? Um, uh, Japan. No, not Japan. We've done Japan. Um, <laughs> the Maldives. <laughs> um, you won't believe this, but Tis is right. It's China. Oh, shit. Is it really? <laughs> he, got, he got the country. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Oh, my God. It's a big country, though. That sounds like the silly sort of things. Yeah. Okay. Shit logs. Right. <laughs> what do you mean? Do you need, do you need, do you need an explanation for this? Do they do shit mean, logs at Christmas? Do you mean Yuletide logs? No, this is... Um, they get a log, a hollowed-out log, and they stuff it full of prunes and sweets and nuts... And uh, they put a little face on the front of it, and then they all whack it with a stick <laughs> like a pinata. <laughs> and then they gather the stuff that it shits out. <laughs> no, that's rubs. That's rubs. That's rubs. Come on. That's boy. real. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> yes. Forget it. Yeah, that's so not real. The name, I, I couldn't believe this. The name is um, Cagatillo. Cagatillo. Um, oh, tell me where it is first. Oh. Tasmania. Um, Mozambique. It is uh, Spain. Oh. And okay. the, the, it translates basically into um, pooping logs or, li- or like shit logs. Like some of the translations I saw just said shit logs. And when I saw what they look like, they're so sinister looking. <laughs> oh. Wow. They look like Colin the Caterpillar. They do look a bit like Colin the Caterpillar. Uh, there's a load of them in a row there. Oh, I don't like them when they're all together. So, so you know, nah, so you know, I don't not, like uh... them when they're together. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they're in a so, log burner. Right, we've got four left. Let's smash through these. Come on. Right, you've got a gimme here. Yeah. Coal. Yeah. Go on. That's real. America. Next one. Beef. <laughs> real or abs? Uh, uh, real. And uh, France. Do they do that in France and America? Yeah. Because I just thought it was England. I was like, yeah, England, cool. Mr. Mean does it. Mr. Motivator does it. I'm going to look into it and get back to you with them scores. 
Right. Hang on a minute. So it was... Hang on. Sorry, I must have missed that. So it is... It is real. It was real. It was real, but in England. Well, Cole, yeah, you know Cole. Uh, yeah, but in in England. Oh, right. Is it? <laughs> oh, okay. Beef, you've heard of the coal in the stocking, haven't you? Don't think so. Coal in the pudding. Have you heard of that? Maybe. I don't know. No, I don't think so. Really? No. So that is... Um... In a stocking, the traditional stocking filling would be a coal or an orange. An orange if you're good, a piece of coal if you're bad. Lump of coal. Oh, right. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because in the office, Michael gives um, Joe a piece of coal and she goes, why? Was I really bad? And he goes, no, no, no. This is like real Pennsylvania coal. And he says it's like a really good thing. Oh, yeah, of course. Idiot. Right, let's fly through these last few then. Right, okay, here we go. Here we go. Animal, animal bones. bones. Animal bone. It's a game present, so you have to guess which animal this bone was from. You find the bone. True. Nah, rubs. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going no, rubs. true. No, rubs. Which That's one? Rubs. Rubs. Tiss. Yep. It is rubs. Whose was it? Becker's. Yours. It was mine. Oh, shit. Hey. Gained a point back then. It's fine, Tiss. I think you're still winning by like five points or something. Fucking better be. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. In this country, uh, Christmas is considered a very religious festival, as it is, and it's actually kind of seen as kind of crass to give presents. You don't give presents at Christmas. It's purely a religious festival. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, tr- uh, real. Yeah. It is real. Where, guys? Wherever the hell you were that Christmas time when it happened. Um, I'll let Beef say first. Oh, you cheeky bugger. <laughs> I, I don't know. I can't remember Because it might now. also be, it could just be like Israel. No. Or, um, no, it's not. Jerusalem. Like it's Jerusalem. where, we've, me and no. Bob have spoken about this a long time. Um, it would have to be somewhere they celebrate Christmas. Um, for it to be a Christmas yeah, but if, present. Yeah, but somewhere where they celebrate Christmas properly. Because why would you give presents? It's Jesus' birthday. It's not your birthday. You were in Europe at that time. It was I swear it was like Europe. It was like Oh fuck the dick. I just can't the name is not it's like Armenia or, or something like Um No, Slovakia. Slovakia? Does that sound right? Slovakia, final answer. It's Slovakia near Russia. It's Eastern Europe. Eastern Slovakia's Europe. next to Austria, to the east of Austria. Uh, Latvia Latvia, Tis, Slovakia Slovakia, yeah uh, No, it's actually a lot of Africa Oh Like a lot of countries in Africa, that's the case And um, Tis, the country you're thinking of is uh, Serbia Serbia but They do celebrate Christmas, it's just on a different day Oh Because it's the Gre- Gregorian calendar So I could have said any I could have said any African If you'd have given me any then... African country where that happens in, I'd have given you a point. So you had multiple cho- choices. Oh, okay. Nigeria. No, it's too late. Festive spits. I can't say the rest of it. Hold it, hold it closer to you. So it's because it's... There you go. Festive, festive spittoon. spittoon. I hope this is a tradition. Festive, you know what a spittoon is? No, what's a spittoon? Yeah, you spit in it. It's what they have in like a... You might see it in a cowboy bar where they go... It's like oh. a, the metal tin they spit into. Or in The Simpsons when they're chewing tobacco 
and they're spitting chewing it tobacco. Well, that's kind of what this comes from. Um, in this country, it's traditional for all the men to sit around drinking and smoking all day and talking guff. That's what a lot of men do on Christmas, wherever. Um, so it's become a tradition to decorate a festive spittoon, and that's what they'll spit into as the day goes on. Mm. Rubs. Rubs. It is rubs. Whose was it, mine or Becker's? Yours. Yours. It was Becker's. Oh. Oh, okay. Final Damn one. It. This is the final one. Dead elf. Dead. A dead so elf. So this, this is a recent custom. Uh, this country has got so sick of um, the American idea of the elf on the shelf. Um, and people in their country adopting it. So I'm giving you a clue there. It's not America. People in their country adopting the elf on the shelf idea and thinking how crap it is that they've started as a joke, killing, like getting at the elf on the shelf and killing it in creative ways. So when you open it, you've got a hanged elf or a beheaded elf or an elf with a knife in the back, a dead elf. I feel like I've seen this on social media, but I don't know if it was just like, I think it's just obviously just like a one-off. Um, so I'm gonna go rubs. Rubs, Tis. Rubs. It is rubs. Was it mine or Becker's? Yours. Um, Becker's. It was mine. Oh. Do you want the final scores? Yeah. Who's won it? Yeah, go on then. Tis. Tis has won it. I reckon Tis has won it by six points. Who should I give? Who should I give the score to first? Uh, what you mean like oh, I don't know I'll give it to Beef you got 18 points okay Tiss you got yeah he won by 6 points he got 24 oh. ah. I'm actually Beef I'm going to give you an extra point for guessing that so 19 points yeah. to 24 <laughs> well done guys nice I don't think I can come up with more coin in the puddings I'm dead I'm spent I'm a dead elf I feel like I feel like 19 for me. That's not bad. I could do I could do a coin in the pudding next time. I'll be up for doing one. I don't know what's left yeah. though. We've done what's food, left. presents, traditions, Christmas, and songs. Uh, Christmas conspiracy theories. Decorations. Ooh. Christmas decorations. Christmas decorations. Yeah, that, there could be something in that. Thing is, you think there's going to be loads, and when I was looking for this, I was like, oh god, there's not that many. Or you could do, I don't know, like party games, like I mean, traditional Christmas Christmas party games. adverts in these countries. I'll play you video clips, and you have to tell me if they're real adverts in those countries or whether I made them up on my Mac. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll probably guess which is which. I bet I could find a few adverts that you'd think I made. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Right, guys, congratulations. I'm pleased with 19. Yeah, you did well. That's... You both did well. You're both on to me. I feels like a better effort. That's good. Listeners, uh, we're done, by the way. We've got a question of the week coming up, but I'll give the gump first. If you want to get in contact, we love you lots. Thanks for listening. It's been amazing seeing everyone's Spotify wraps that started today as a day of recording and seeing how many ridiculous amount of hours that people listen to Weird Tales this year. It's just incredible. I think at the moment, the highest scoring one uh, has listened to something like um, 36,000 minutes of Weird Tales this year, which is just an unfathomable amount of time for to have our voices in your ear. Uh, so thanks 
Wow, that's incredible. That's more time than I've had on Spotify this year. Yeah. So thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening so much for all the year. That's amazing. If you want to message us, get in contact, um, you can do so at wtatupod at gmail.com. You can go to weirdtalesandtheunexplainable.com where you can contact through there as well as a contact button on there. On that website, there's all the other stuff, buying stuff, uh, donating stuff, um, find the social media stuff all on there if you go to the Facebook page we have some good uh, chit chat underneath the posts on there with listeners as well you can also go to my website which is bobshoy.com that's B-O-B-S-H-O-Y where you can find everything to do with me um, you can contact me directly you can see all the other shows I work on might have something in the works for next year if I can clear some time on my busy schedule I don't have time but I want to do it so maybe I'll make some time for this uh, to be announced next year and you can go to uh, my Patreon patreon.com slash bobshoy where you can uh, support my time editing, researching and, and doing all the podcast stuff that I do and also our charity for this series uh, will be giving money to Young Minds um, so who's Young Minds? Uh, they are the UK's leading charity fighting for children and young people's mental health so we said we'd do doing mental health charities for the second half of this year and this is our last one um they want to see a world where no young person feels alone with their mental health and all young people get the mental health support they need when they need it no matter what so young minds we've got some money coming their way and we've also got a little bit of money going to the transactive gender project as well through the duckstream fundraiser which uh transactive uh, founded in 2007, Transactive is a leading provider of professional development, training and education, advocacy and support services to families to promote inclusion and affirmation in every aspect of gender diversity. Uh, they provide a holistic range of services and expertise to empower transgender and gender diverse children, youth and their families in living healthy lives free of discrimination. So there's a little bit going to the Transactive Gender Project, but our main charity for this uh, series is Young Minds. Question of the week, guys. Very simply... What are we doing for Christmas and New Year? Question of the week. Uh, wow. As long as... I'll go first. Um, so as long as our daughter doesn't come on Christmas Day. Oh. Which obviously might happen. That'd be amazing. Uh, it it, oh, it wouldn't be. It though. won't happen. It it won't it won't happen. It won't happen. It'll come... My, my guess is it's going to come on January 1st. New Year, new baby. Oh, okay. Tis, what are you saying? Got money on this. Um, we're going to be in Wales, I think, for Christmas Day. Yeah, but then... what what day are you saying for the baby to be born? Oh, what day? <laughs> you wait your turn. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was just going to literally talk about my plans for Christmas. Sorry. When do I... Wait hey, this, this is a baby... Uh, whatever they call it, like... Um, Prediction? Guess the date. Yeah, I'm saying Jan first. I'm saying Jan... Second. What's what's the actual due date, beef? By the way, thirty first. Thirty first is the due date of yeah December. This of December <laughs> of March. I am saying you get into hospital <laughs> on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Okay. And okay. then the baby's hit and miss between thirty first and first. Cop out. You've gone. Is... You've gone between my prediction and the date is due. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to put. I don't want to nail my uh, and my colours to the flag. That is rubs. <laughs> um, no, we won't find out till later, obviously. Um, sorry, what am I doing at Christmas? I thought you was about to say that is rubs. We actually already had the baby. <laughs> <laughs> we already have the baby. Here she is. <laughs> 
I know for a um, fact that that's not true because I saw Rachel walk past no. with definitely a baby in her before. Oh, she's massive. I know. Absolutely massive. It shocked me. Um, yeah, she's huge. Um, yeah, so we're, we're going to my parents on Christmas Day and Rachel's parents on Boxing Day. Lovely. Very exciting. And you're going to spend New Year's in the hospital having the baby. Oh, yeah, it's going to be great. Tissy, what about you? Christmas and New Year? What am I up to? Yeah. Um, yeah, not a lot. We're going to be in Wales, and then so that's really nice. That's nice and wholesome. Got the fo- got they've got a fire, like a log mm. burner. So I love being in that sort of setting for Christmas, uh, and then New Year's. Just got loads of mates coming over. Just going to party, awesome. but we're not going to go out. Because nice. It's full of uni students when you go out in Bristol on New Year's Eve. It's I think any city, if you go out on New Year's Eve, it's full of uni oh, students. Oh, it's so many. Yeah. Um, I went to that gig last night, and it's right in the middle of the student area, and I was like, shit, I forgot how many students are around at this time of year. Like, Because yeah. there was pubs and stuff in the area. Shit, now. Surely, yeah. um, surely they're not going to be there at New Year's, though. They'd be at home, wouldn't they? Uh, no, you just mean well, like young people in Bristol. Like, we just we just call all young people students. Yeah, <laughs> students. Yeah, oh, in Bristol you get students. a lot of students come to Bristol for the New Year's. I'm a student. Oh, yeah, I know these bloody students causing oh, all these shit. problems. Yeah, you are a student, so you could have got a discount. Shit, no. Shit, you're an actual what? uni student. Yeah. Holy shit. I so get discounts. Could you get discount on Ableton? Um, I don't have Ableton. I don't use Ableton. That's what I mean. Oh, could I? Maybe. We get yeah. discount on Adobe. Fuck. I need to look into that because I want to buy Ableton license, but it's like 500 quid. But, I'll have um, a look into it. Students look get 40% included. off. Wow. I'll have a look then. Yeah. Um, I'm Bobby, doing, what are you doing for Christmas? I'm doing very similar stuff to Tiss. I'm going away with uh, family, um, renting a place, log fire, that sort of stuff. We're away in Exmoor. Um, I think I already said it because me and my brother are going to do an Exmoor Beast mini episode of Weird Tales to yeah, release yeah. the New Year. Yeah. So we're doing that. And for New Year's Eve, I, I don't, I'm quite miserable. I don't really like parties because um, I get very bored very quickly yeah. at parties and I kind of want to go home at 11 and everyone else wants to party till like 5 and then I feel like I'm ruining everyone else's party I yeah. have been invited to a New Year's Eve party I will decide at the last minute whether I go or not um, I've actually been invited to Charlie Taylor's <laughs> New Year's Eve party nice oh cool um, and Becca normally goes but she says oh you should come you should come everyone always asks after you but I'm like if I go I will ruin your New Year's because I will be bored no one <laughs> wants me to actually be there so like last year, I think I was pretty ill over New Year's, so I got an excuse not to go. But yeah, normally I just sit at home. Just go and get fucking absolutely hammered, like old times. I normally stay home alone. My Becca's at a party, get pretty pissed, and watch horror movies. That's what I've done for the last like three years in a row. <laughs> <laughs> and it's very enjoyable. Why didn't you just? Why didn't you just go? At because like it's not half here. Eleven. Because it's uh, down in Leighton Buzzard, so I either have to be there oh. or home in Leeds. Yeah. Oh, that is rubbish. Yeah, that's yeah. a mission. I can't just pop home to Leeds from from Leighton Buzzard, and I'd rather just be in my okay. own home. So we'll see. I've been invited. I might surprise everyone. But there we go. That's what we're doing for New Year's and Christmas. Last year we had a wicked New Year's. We went to our friend Mike's and we played. Um, what was it? Fucking Call of Cthulhu or something. This like board game. Oh yeah. 
The tabletop game, yeah. Yeah, that's it. He had these big models. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah awesome. Yeah, we, we in lockdown over New Year's. We played year. like one of the stories from that, and it took us like three hours. Yeah, hang on a minute, Tiss. <laughs> Wait, what? We were in lockdown last New Year. Oh, was we really? Yeah, no, that's when they closed everything because we were stuck home for Christmas. Oh, I'm. It must have been. I'm talking about probably the last year that we could do anything then. Yeah. Backtracking. Yeah, I, I actually forgot that as well because <laughs> last year we did jack shit. I actually went to my mum's. No, literally last year I didn't do anything. Christmas and New Year's, I did nothing. I did nothing for Christmas and I went to my mum's because she wasn't in lockdown. We were actually allowed to visit her. And then when we got to her house, she went into lockdown and we came home. So we were at my mum's for like yeah, two days. I forgot about that. I totally forgot. Like last year, it just disappeared. Like, obviously, everyone's losing their shit now because of this new variant. Um, yeah. As Rachel was like, uh, like, and everyone's like, oh, they're going to lock us down. You're like, do you realize how, like, last year it was pretty much just, I feel like it was pretty much just Buckinghamshire, which is the only place that you could not do anything. It was one of the worst. And then there were like pockets around the country where, like, you could do what you like. Well, I think we were all right in Yorkshire, but we, every, I couldn't go anywhere because everyone I tried to visit was in lockdown. So we just went to my mum's and she went into lockdown two days later and we came home. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah, and then after all that, Yorkshire actually had a really terrible resurgence, and we were one of the worst places in the country. It was like we were fine, and then terrible. So maybe they should just lock us down as well, because that's probably why we got the terrible resurgence. <laughs> and as Tis mentioned earlier in the episode, our outro music this week is going to be by a friend of the podcast, Sean Edwards, and it's his Christmas track, When the Snow Falls. And I'll put a link to his SoundCloud in the uh, show notes for this episode if you want to go and uh, have a visit to that and listen to more of his stuff as well. And I will say that on this episode, there's quite a lot of um, outtakes and uh, rubs stuff. Uh, so if you hang around right to the end, there's a few little uh, snippets and bits and bobs too. Anyway, I realise this wow. is a really long episode and I've got a massive edit ahead of me uh, before Christmas, but I hope everyone enjoys it. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah, Merry uh, Christmas. Merry Have Christmas. a lovely Christmas. Beef and Tiss. And um, Merry New Year. Merry Chrysler. Merry Christmas. I want everyone to have a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, a Quasi Kwanzaa, a Tip Top Tet, and a solemn and dignified Ramadan. Goodbye. Hey, what about um, uh, the pagan one? Sam Hain, is it? No. I don't know. I was just doing a Crusty the, Cl- Crusty the Clown quote. Yule. <laughs> fucking Yule. Happy Yule to all the pagans out there. Happy Yule, Yule. Happy Yule, Yule. Oh, oh I've got, I've got a just... sign-off for today. Go on. What, can, can it beat that? Yeah. Go on. Um, just a minute, I'm thinking of the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even have it. If you liked the segment about mittens, no, sorry. If you didn't like the section about mittens, maybe you just wasn't that Inuit. No, it's too long. Oh, well, I okay. I thought it was alright. I um, thought it was alright. It's far too long. F- thanks for listening. Hope you were Inuit. <laughs> the same one. It's yeah, the same just shorter. <laughs> Somehow snappy. Worse. Snappy. Hollywood, Hollywood. I mean, it's better than mine because I haven't brought anything to this party. No. Right. Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy birthday, Jesus. You've got one Sorry, more episode. your party sucks. After <laughs> Christmas, you got to revisit it that me and Rick are recording. So this isn't the last one of the year, but it's the last one for Christmas and it's the last one of Beef and Tiss. And hopefully we'll be back in February. Um, 
Baby depending. Maybe beef will be replaced by the baby. By the baby. Baby. <laughs> Bye-bye. Love you lots. Bye-bye. Merry Christmas if you celebrate. And if you don't, happy holidays and happy enjoy whatever you bye celebrate. Bye-bye. See you later. Love, love you. Bye-bye. See you later. Love you. See you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Running round town causing trouble when the snow falls down. Cook up a storm past the bottle when the snow Figaro. Like your cat. Oh, the cat. Pet of the he week. just sat at the table. It's because we had sausages for tea, so he's obviously... He's eyeing them cons- up hard. Yeah, Joel, by the looks of it, Joel didn't like finish them. Oh, yeah. He eats anything. He's just... Cats are scavengers, aren't they? Aren't they allowed to yeah. eat pretty much anything they want? They're predators. We had um, sausages as well. We had veggie sausage rolls that homemade. Oh, lovely. Delicious. Yeah. Rachel's come in and just laughed at the cat sat at the table like he's waiting for dinner. You've had your dinner. I gave you a pack of ham. The cat down the road keeps coming into our house not, as well. Not an entire pack of ham, like a Sheba ham. <laughs> oh, right. I like the right. idea that you just bought a pack of ham, opened it and dropped it on the floor. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, there you go. That'll do. Some cold cuts. No, he does like ham, though. He likes a bit of wafer thin ham as like a as a treat. Yeah, yeah. our cat used to. She, her favourite was corned beef. She used to go fucking nuts for corned beef. I fucking really? love eating like slices of ham out of the fridge as a treat, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely think I was a dog in my past life. I love, I love head scratches as well. Head scratches, I think, in like bits of meat out of the fridge, is great. Yeah, <laughs> the two yeah. characteristics of the fine dog. Yeah, and some of the uh, that's it. 
I was thinking the other day, actually, you know, they say all dogs go to heaven. Yeah, that's not the film. Yeah. What if being a dog is heaven? Maybe that's the, the saying. All dogs mm. are heaven because being a dog are in heaven is like being all in dogs heaven. are heaven. Apart from bit, like the bad ones that are treated badly, the ones that are treated really nicely, that's that's heaven. Because can you think of a so better existence? The ones that are treated badly, dog hell. That's hell's. just that's that's robots. Sad. Right, okay. <laughs> it, I swear, isn't that like a South? That's like in an episode of South Park. I swear. Is it really? There's dog hell. There's dog hell, and that's... it's basically dogs with like. The Satan's like hoovering around the dog. Oh, I think oh. you're right. I'm thinking of the Simpsons episode where they're like asking about doggy heaven, and then they say when the Santa's little helper runs away, and they're like, "Oh, oh if yeah. there's doggy heaven, is there doggy hell?" And he's, "Oh, there is no doggy heaven," and he starts like breaking down, crying. <laughs> I lied. <laughs> Have you never um, seen All Dogs Go to Heaven? Yeah, I loved that film when I was a kid. It's a great film. Let's make music together. Yeah. Let's make sweetheart of me. Ooh. I watched it a few weeks ago and it wasn't as good as I remember. <laughs> no, I bet it doesn't hold up. I haven't watched that since I was a kid. Let's make music together. Let's make sweet harmony. Oh, let's make music together, baby. You take the dough, I'll take the ray. You better hang on to me. <laughs> what the cat do? Jumped up and like... He's too playful. I need to let him out. Hang on. Oh, right, get out. he gets playful. Get out. <laughs> We've been looking after our mate's dog, and that's been amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the closest we'll get to animals at the minute is looking after them for other people. And to be honest, there's no end of people who need that. So it's like, maybe that'll be a gap we forever fill. You can, you can look after Figaro if you want. I'd oh, like to. Yeah, I'd love to look after Figaro. It's a bloody nightmare at the minute. He keeps waking me up in the night. Why? It's funny. Like, you know, it does my head in. So he, so we don't let him in because, so if we let him in at night time, what we've learned is that if it, he comes in first of all, lays on Rachel, puts mm-hmm. his paws around Rachel's neck as if he's giving her a hug and falls asleep and he'll fall asleep and he'll stay there for a couple of hours. That's so cute. And then at some point in the night, and this what really annoys me is that I never know when, um, he wakes me up because he's jumped on my face or like he's biting my hand and my hand's dangling over. He like What's plays play? with me. Yeah. I don't want to play. It's like four in the morning. Piss off. <laughs> like, so that's why we don't let him in. And then so now he um, scratches at the door because he wants to come in and see us in the night. So, you know. Rachel gives me a tap, wakes me up, and then I have to go and give him a little cuddle, and then he usually leaves us alone. Lid's old cat, Indy, used to howl at the, at the door, like, all night, like, meow, yeah. meow, because no one would let him in. Into the oh. bedroom? He, he just wanted to get into someone's bed and just yeah. proper sprawl out under the covers. Yeah. Which is fine. If he wants to do that in a few years, when he's... I mean, he's not really a kitten anymore, but he's still young enough that he's really playful still. You know, it, at some point in the future, I'm sure he'll chill out and he'll just be a cat that sleeps for 23 hours a day. Perfect. Then he can stay in our room all night. No, no he's problem. always going to annoy you. No. You've got a naughty cat and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let's make music together. Let's, Let's make, make sweet, sweet harmony. harmony. 
There's a there's a program you can get where you can an AI program cuts all the stems out of a tune so it will separate every element in a track so you can essentially remix and bootleg oh, tunes. Talking of stems and remixes, mm-hmm. I saw Young Knives last night and I spoke to them about you remixing their song. Oh yeah, what'd they say? <laughs> yeah, they said that's awesome. They were really good. I love their new stuff. It's so fucking crazy. They played down the road for me. And it was really weird because I felt like the crowd were like half and half into it. Like some people were going like, yeah, I like some of the Young Knives songs will go and didn't expect how different their sound is now. And really? we're sort of like, what the fuck? And then me and half, the other half of the crowd who loves the weird new stuff was like totally into it. It was bonkers. He came out in like uh, ceremonial robes and stuff, like, um, like a cultist. And they had all like uh, sort of uh, Wicker Man style like artwork behind them and stuff. It was really fucking awesome. Mm. that's pretty cool um but yeah i spoke to him after the show and i said that i got onto their new stuff because you had remixed well, i said my friend remixed one of your stuff and we do a podcast together we sort of gave it a play and gave it a shout out and stuff oh, amazing i um i must admit to uh, like I, I think the last time i listened to young knives was probably like 10 years ago mm. are we yeah. all recording by the way yeah, yeah recording yeah i'm nine minutes in sorry i had to do another talk the other day oh yeah how'd it go <laughs> It was all right. It wasn't as good as my one before. I was like so really? had to like squeeze it in. It was such a busy day, and I was just like, okay, like I didn't prepare, and it was uh, it was all right. But I was I was like live streamed into multiple colleges. All right. So I was like on the screen in one in Watford as well, and um, one in Dunstable. Wow, that's insane! <laughs> well, I think one famous. in Hemel. <laughs> Broadcasted live across the country. <laughs> Is Rachel hey. behind you again? Here we go. No, she's um. St- st- here we go. Still putting Joel to bed. Oh, here we go. Uh, I've enjoyed having her in the background correcting you. The last few episodes, it's funny. Oh, she will. She will be joining me. I'm sure. Okay. Just for now. I wait to yeah. congratulate her on getting her masters, but I'll wait till she's back. I know. Do you know what annoyed me? Like this annoys me so much. I thank you. I'll let her, I'll let you, I'll let you know when she walks in. But yeah. she just like totally breezed it and. I mean, she did put effort in, but barely. Some people can just do that stuff, like academic stuff. I hate it. They like that annoys me as much as people who can just pick up any instrument and can just play it. That's rubs. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. 
You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. 